Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast. Glenn, please tell me what it's also known as. Get your shit together. All right. Thank you for doing that. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we have a great episode planned for you. Uh, The studio is packed. So first off, the people who are not on air, we've got Ahmed Bhardwaj, Gamal Kalra, Kyle Reed. On the mic, we've got myself, Rohit Rohila, and Glenn Rucks here. All right. So Glenn, this is going to be a great episode, and it's all about the regret of indecision. So this is a a fairly deeper one. Jim Rohn, one of my favorite mentors, has a quote that, that I love, and he says, At the end of the day, at the end of your life, you are going to experience pain. Either the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. Another one of my favorite quotes that I think aligns perfectly with this is that a year from now, you will have wished that you started today. So with this episode, it's all about the pains that you suffer by not stepping up, by not taking action by letting procrastination win, by falling victim to your escapisms. When I say that in life you'll have either the pain of discipline or the pain of regrets, what comes through your mind? Oh, God. Pain of discipline, first thing that comes to my mind is my dad. Uh, I I earned a few butt whoopings in my time, believe me. I deserved it. (laughs) I think every kid tries to push the limits at some point to see where the line is. And boy, did I push those lines constantly. (laughs) But uh, my dad used to, uh, you know, his motto was spare the rod, spoil the child. So if you stepped out of line, he'd warn you once. You'd do it again, you'd get a spanking. And he has this big old calloused hand. He used to beat the pulpit with. So, yep, anyone who knows a, pe- a, a southern preacher will, will know the image of a man slapping that pulpit every time he's trying to accentuate a point. Builds up a big callus on the hand. You can feel it. Uh, what is a pulpit? A pulpit or a, uh, I, I guess it would be the that thing you would set your paper down on that you're going to stand behind and like a podium? oh podium yeah, podium podium thank you yeah like a like a podium a pulpit's a little bit bigger though okay so I mean it literally encases like a big case yeah uh, and it separates the preacher from the audience so but yes um, the spankings I got they were very painful because he wanted to make sure that he instilled a, a good sense of there's a consequence for bad actions. You choose to make a, a, a bad action, you're going to have a consequence for it. And with that, I got more of a respect for authority and mm-hmm. a, more of a respect for, I guess, a, a good sense of right from wrong growing up because I didn't have to always have something handed to me and, oh, no, don't do that, don't do that. No, there, there was an actual consequence other than someone just, now, now, yeah. It was, now, now, let's go back behind the uh, church real quick. We're going to have a discussion. <laughs> the discussion usually ended with a whack to the backside, where this is why I'm uh, having to punish you today. 
This is what you did. You knew it was wrong. Don't do it again. Then there's the pain of inaction. I look at recently for me, the regrets that I have for allowing myself to get the size that I've gotten. I know as I knew as soon as I left a warehouse position, a warehouse job where I was physically active all the time, <clears throat> I knew that I should pick up something physical as an activity to keep myself moving, keep my my body active. And um, I got lazy, got comfortable. I was like, okay, I'm done with the physical labor thing. I'm taking a break from everything. So and then, you know, that zone's 40. They, they, they talk about turned into 50, 60. <laughs> you kind of look at how many donuts did it take to get here? Uh, let's see how many. So you just mean any, any office type of. Occupation yes, any office kind of occupation where you're sitting behind a, a desk all day, you just get relaxed and lazy. I mean, when you stare at a computer screen, you don't really have that activity where you can just walk around and do something. Mm-hmm. You just have to sit at that screen, answer your phone, do your job, and then go home. And then I, I look at my decisions in acting on, on that belief. And... um I have a lot of regret because I've allowed myself to get to a place where it's emotionally damaging to look at myself. Do you find yourself maybe avoiding those situations where you like mirrors or, or anything like that? Like like you're talking about? Not really. Pictures usually. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there have been a couple times I waved you off from taking pictures, and I know how much you love to take pictures. Usually, I'm I'm not affected by mirrors because I just tune tune my my focus away from them yeah um, I don't sit there and look at myself in the mirror I always even before I got this big I just didn't do it it's like let me comb my hair I'm done I don't need to look in a mirror anymore before I kind of start diving into some of our stuff I, I just want to let you know about a conversation I had over the weekend about you specifically mm-hmm. um, so I was speaking with one of our friends Simone Mm-hmm. And she asked how you've been. I kind of lit up because I told her, ever since joining the podcast, you have become a, a completely different person. And I've considered you a, an extremely close friend for, for 10 plus years. So I feel like, you know, I have a fairly good understanding of, of your personality. And I can't fully speak for all the guys who are part of the podcast, but I know for myself hearing you be so open and finding strength in vulnerability has been so inspiring to me that I've started making changes in, in my life. Um, I think even in our Slack channel, I wrote that I'm starting to make healthier decisions now, just hearing you all talk about the healthier decisions that, that you're making. So I don't want that to go unrecognized because one of the things that you said that was so fantastic that I think aligns perfectly with this and is the reason why I'm bringing this up. You started eating healthier uh, about a month ago or so. Mm-hmm. And I asked you, have, have you felt any different? Have you felt, you know, a little less sluggish or whatever? And you said no, but you said it doesn't matter right now because right now you know you're you're not going to see the real benefits. It's It's a more down the road kind of thing. And for you to have that kind of an insight to where you know 
the simple disciplines that you're making right now are going to lead you down a completely different path. And seeing the long term, I think, is what people need to do so they won't have regret. Regret comes from allowing, and, and that was another word that you said that I really enjoyed. If you say the word allow when you are stating about a decision that you've made, there's power in that and there's mm-hmm. ownership in that. You said, I allowed myself to become this or something along those lines. And that shows 100% responsibility, which means you know the path to fix that is within you. There's no one feeding me double quarter pounders daily and french fries from McDonald's all the time. No one was force feeding me brownies. No, I I did that all myself. No one was holding my ass to a chair and putting a game controller in my hand. That was all me. And we're not talking about hash brownies either. No, no, no. I am 100% clear of that stuff. And so what, what I want to bring up is in my seminars, when I talk about evaluating your current life, I say everything comes down to two things to evaluate your, your life. One is your bank account and the other is your health. Mm. Both of those things come at an expense because what we do is we value our short term at the cost of the long term. Mm-hmm. Why do you think people do that? Well, we live in a society that's focused on instant gratification. Everything we do is focused on, I need this now. I mean, look at the technology we have. You need information now. So you just pick up your phone and you have information. You have entertainment at the fingertips. Um, you go to a store, you want to buy something, and you buy, instead of ingredients, you buy frozen foods. Why? Because it's easier to throw something in the oven It's faster to throw it in the microwave. You don't have to spend as much time cooking. It's just we're in this mode of let's do things faster, more convenient. We have to have it now rather than later. No one's really focused on their own futures or even the futures of those around them and how their choices might be affecting them as well. There's a couple of questions that that I think anyone who's listening to this needs to start thinking about as they reflect on themselves. First off, if if you just listen to our podcasts, <laughs> thank you very much. But at the same time, do something with the information that we're providing. We're providing some amazingly, amazingly valuable stuff. This episode is all about the regret of inaction. Don't just listen to it. What are some things that you've done in your own life to where you wish you could go back and do things differently because you considered the short term to be more valuable than the long term because staying within your comfort zone was easier than stepping out. And I think that we have to take time to identify those things. And an exercise that that I would suggest people do is think back to where you were exactly a year ago. We all take tons of pictures on our phones. You can go back and see exactly what you were doing this day a year ago five years ago, 10 years ago, what were you doing and what were some of the goals and ambitions that you had then? For me, that's been a very painful exercise that I'll do every now and then to where I'll look back. Okay, 10 years ago, this is what I was doing. Now, if I went back in time to that Rohit and said, okay, 10 years from now, here's your life. Would you be happy or sad about that? I'd be like, no, I I don't want to be there. I want to be much higher. 
And then to say, okay, you got that way because you stayed in your comfort zone is a very painful thing. So why can't we start making some of those tough decisions right now? What do you think some of the obstacles are that, that hold us back from starting right now? And I think part of it has to do with the last episode that we did on escapism. Just looking for things to fill time. We fall into ruts, fall into uh, patterns and habits. Pretty soon something that was probably a harmless one-time thing, like, well, I'm going to play video games for a few hours today. Turns into, okay, well, I'm not done with this part of the game. I want to finish this before going to bed. Or, uh, this movie's good. I've, you know, I've, I've only wanted to watch it for a half hour, but I want to finish the, the, the movie. I don't want to leave it un, undone or unfinished. So, What are some other things that, that <clears throat> other people do? Because I know we've, we've talked about our own, you know, vices and whatnot. What are some other things that people do that they may not even identify as being limitations? Uh, there's quite a bit drinking alcohol. When you're consuming alcohol to the point of getting drunk, is that really benefiting your life? Yeah, have a drink or two with your friends. That's fine. But never get to the point where you're unable to think for yourself. And you have to have your good buddy Glenn carry you upstairs and... I wasn't going to mention someone <laughs> sitting across from me getting that drunk at that one point, but hey, it was for your birthday. Well, well, I mean, uh, for this person's birthday. Yes, I didn't mention any names. Then there's drugs, people using drugs. They use that to escape from their reality. Whatever the motivation for using the drugs, they're still using it as an, as an escape. They're trying to feel better about themselves for a few moments but it's not benefiting their life in any way. They can say, oh, I feel good. It gives me clearer thoughts during that time, but it doesn't. It's just an escape. If you could go back in time to the one year ago, Glenn, this day, 2017, what are some things that you would say to that person? And do you have any regrets now because that Glenn didn't take action on certain things? Oh, yeah. I've, I've got re you know regrets dating back. Ten years. <laughs> That's the thing. You, you don't even think about what you're going to regret in the future because you're thinking about right now, oh, this is okay. I can always get to that in the future. Um, the future keeps expanding and extending out. Oh, I can wait another year for that or I can wait another day for that. Heck, sometimes it's even as small as I can wait another hour. Mm -hmm. Like cleaning for my barbecue. <laughs> it's always a project. Two bachelors living in a small house. It tends to get messy. I, uh, you know, procrastinated on that, and then I ended up, instead of having just a few small chores across a couple days, had one day where I had to tear out everything and reorganize everything. I think I was sweating the entire day. <laughs> Fun times. And, uh... I don't know. The regret is, you know what? Now I lost one of my, one of my days for my vacation. I spent it cleaning rather than relaxing, or hanging out with friends, or going to see a new movie. One of the ways that I always feel is extremely powerful to really start making breakthroughs in your life is by taking an external view. And this is an exercise that I I, I saw some sitcom and they referred to like a chore or something that they wanted to do. And they said, oh, don't worry. We'll let future versions of us worry about that. Even though it was a sitcom, it, it stuck with me as I started taking an external view of my 
life. And since then, there are two people that I have added to my persona, which is past Rohit and future Rohit. And the reason why I do that is because it's easier for me to see externally the mistakes that past Rohit made. And if me currently doesn't learn from those, what kind of future am I setting up future Rohit to have? Especially recently when it comes time to calling up businesses to have me go and, and do personal development trainings for them. I didn't want to do that at all. So much so that past Rohit brought on, you know, Kyle Reed and, and a couple other buddies to, to do the calls for me. And had I just done it back then, I would have messed up. I would have gotten tons of no's, but eventually I would have gotten a yes. And then I would have improved. And then I would have improved a little bit more to where now the success that I would have is immeasurable. And so I think that's a fantastic tool for people is think about what are the mistakes that past versions of you have made that are costing you right now. And if you don't do anything about it, what's the future version of you going to have to deal with? So Glenn, what are some things that past Glenn decisions, because they were decisions, even if you didn't act on it, it was a decision that you made. What are some of the decisions that past Glenn has made that present Glenn, you are personally having to pay for? And if you don't change, what are the consequences that future Glenn has to pay for? Ooh, that's, that's tough. That's a very tough one. I can, sad thing is it always seems that they always revolve around my game playing sessions, but they always do. Um, I would order pizzas and have them delivered to Windows. And Kamal and Ahmed have heard this story before. <laughs> when a certain game released, I was so desperate to get that game. I wanted to play that game. I didn't want to do anything. I ordered pizza and with, with the instructions to deliver the pizza to the living room window so I didn't even have to get up from the chair to stop playing. Wow. Looking back now, how powerful is that? It's, it's very... I guess offensive to current me in in thinking of how I've hurt myself in in doing actions like that. Well, yes, I got a good gameplay session in for that day, but really that didn't do anything for my future. Did nothing for me currently. So I've put myself back even farther and made it harder to make the advancements I need to make to improve myself. One thing that I really like what you said there is you didn't say the improvements that I want to make because using the word want means that you're not going to do it. There's no real intention mm -hmm. to it. Just like the word should. You said need. You identify this as something that is so impactful to your life that you're not even leaving yourself any wiggle room. There's the power in that. What are some of the decisions that you are making right now so that future Glenn could be like, you know what? Thanks for doing that, Glenn. You, you've helped us. Look at the life that we have now because you made those tough decisions. Because, again, what we're doing is we are valuing the short term at the cost of the long term. So what are some right. of the choices that you are going to make? Well, some of the decisions I made recently, especially within the last month, 
Um, I've changed my eating habits. And it's become a habit. I I would just, uh, I'd go home from work. I'd skip all my meals in the morning. I'd skip lunch because, you know, I'd make excuses and say I was just too busy to take lunches. So I've changed my eating habits where I'm actually eating a breakfast. And it's a healthier fare, usually carrots, Mm -hmm. um, a little bit of cheese, some pretzels, something to give myself a little bit of energy for the day, some fruit, apples, grapes, um, and then I'll have myself a lighter lunch, and when I get home, I'll have a lighter dinner. Um, usually, I'd you know if I skipped out on breakfast and lunch, I'd go home and I'd gorge, and I'd have food from the time I got home to the time I decide, okay, it's about time for bed. And that was a problem. I'd eat a very big meal before going to bed. So I'm cutting that down. No more frozen boxes of taquitos. Delicious food, but... Not something you want to eat if you're trying to change what you've done to yourself. And I don't want to make this all about, you know, the, the it health can be, stuff as It well. can be anything. What are some other things that you're going to change or or starting to change? Or what are some of the tough decisions that current Glenn is making that future Glenn is going to be like thanking you for? I'm passing off more of my work to my team. Glenn, thank you so much for... Always being open and honest on this podcast. I know a lot of it can be painful. It's tough to even admit this stuff to ourselves. But to admit it in front of not only yourself, but amongst your peers. You know, because the studio right now, we've got, what, five people in here. Mm -hmm. But then we've got thousands of people around the world who listen to us. I want to thank you because I feel like, especially over the past few months, we've made some overall changes in in the show's direction and everything. And it almost feels like this group has become almost like a support group where we encourage each other and we're having fun doing it. Mm-hmm. And so this has become a place of encouragement. And I think your contributions have been... Very impressive. So I, I want to thank you for that. And how does that feel for you? I want to know how you feel knowing the impact that you're making in not only our lives, not only your life, but to, I mean, a lot of people are start looking up to you and being like, if you can do it, I can do it. That's always been a hope of mine that I've been able, that I'd be able to, even in my mistakes, help others learn from them. It's kind of a a very positive feeling for me to hear that. I've always been an advocate for personal responsibility. I just never really liked analyzing myself, you know, even though I, you know, if I ever made a mistake at work, I was like, "Eh, I fucked up. It was my mistake. Um, But I never took that into the personal realm of what I was doing with my personal life. So if I'm able to share... Even just a simple story of, yeah, I'm fat, I overate, my mistakes. And someone else hears that and goes, you know what, he's making changes, he's doing better. Maybe I can too. There's no maybe, you can. Everyone has the power over their own lives. You just got to make the decision to do it. Good shit, good shit. Good shit, good shit. Love you, Kyle. Ladies and gentlemen, just just in closing... We're all going to have regrets in our life, but we also are going to have a lot of pain. Now, 
the type of pain that we have is up to us. Either the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. Doing the stuff that you need to do to set yourself up for success is extremely hard. It's extremely painful. If you ask Kyle, who in in a couple of weekends, not only is he running a 60-mile marathon race, but then the very next day he's running a marathon. It, we're not talking about like a week later. We're talking about like the very next day. And he didn't get this point overnight. There were a lot of blisters and, and pain and stuff that he didn't want to do. But now he enjoys doing that kind of stuff so much that it has helped him grow. All of us have experienced something that we realize we find value in. And had we not chosen to step out of our comfort zone, we wouldn't have been able to do these things. If you're going to have regrets, make them... I mean, if you're going to have some pain, make it about the pain of discipline, the stuff that you're doing to make a better version of you. Ask yourself, what would the past version of you say about the current version of you now? And what changes are you going to make about the current version of you to change things for the future you? All of us live within our comfort zone and all we're doing is we're valuing the short term over the long term. And that's what's going to kill us. And most of the time what stands in our way is fear. We will do more to prevent loss than to gain pleasure. And we use forms of escapism all the time. Glenn alluded to some ones that were at the extreme end with drinking and alcohol. But then there's some subtle stuff that we do all the time that we don't really think about. If you're the type of person who says you don't have enough time, you don't have enough time, and you think that you honestly believe that, take a look at your life because there are things that you're doing that are taking away from being productive. Because a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, what's the type of lifestyle you are setting up for yourself, for your family, for your friends? And then you have to take action and change your underlying philosophical beliefs. Once you do those things, you are going to realize that the type of lifestyle that you have is completely different. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, that was Kyle Reed's Two Minute Takeaway presented by Rohit. Uh, something else that I'd like to share is uh, I mentioned on the podcast that uh, a while back ago that I was starting a new podcast called Creating Motivation, and that has officially launched. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. CreatingMotivation.com. It's myself and one of my great friends, Anna. Comes out three times a week, just Quick 15-minute long episodes, but really powerful stuff there. So with that, thank you very much and have a great day. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.